Come on. Cassie, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Lifeblood Engage. This is George G. Our guest today is strong and powerful Cassie Parks. She is the fairy godmother for people who struggle to manifest more than just parking spaces through her positive reality podcast, books, and online coaching program. She shakes up your approach using the law of attraction while making it all feel easy, practical, and fun. Cassie, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm a woman who has an amazing partner, kid, pool that I manifested and is living this amazing life that I created. Uh, about It's about eight years ago. It will be on November 1st and 2nd. I have two freedom anniversaries. Um, that will be the eighth anniversary of when I left my corporate job for the last time. Um, I left on the first, the second is what I call the, you know, it's the first day I didn't have to go back to work again. And since that time I've manifested an amazing coaching business, um, the love of my life, a kid, like I said, um, a pool in my backyard, and I just get to live and help people create the lives that they want. I really help people write powerful money stories so that they can attract, keep and grow their abundance. And I help them become the people that they've always wanted to be and live the lives that they've been dreaming of. As far as my work goes, I do the exact same things that I tell my clients. It's the exact things that I did, um, just more streamlined for them. It took me longer to figure out how to do all this stuff, how to put it together in a formula, how to make it step by step. Um, So they get the benefit of the years that it took me to do that, and they get to shrink down the time. And I do it because I believe there's so many people who are called, they want this bigger, better life. And they, you know, they might put it on a vision board, they might write it down in their goals, you know, a hundred times, or maybe every January 1st. And they, they were like me at one point, you know, there was a point where I'm like, I believe I am capable of creating what I want, but I didn't know how. And the how wasn't I kept coming up with reasons and and ways of the how to work. I can make money this way. I could do this. But what was really messed up for me or wasn't working for me was my money mindset. It was, there was a lot of beliefs in there and I hadn't stepped into this person who could have this amazing life, who could have money be easier, who could do what she loved and make, make money. And so I help people write powerful money stories because I believe that many people's soul is calling for something different. And it's not necessarily money, money, money. But what happens when you change your money story is everything changes, you know, and I there was this, I heard Les Brown one time say something like, you know, people say money doesn't buy you happiness, but I'd sure like to try, you know, and, (laughs) and I believe that right money won't buy us. But I do believe this journey to abundance the way that I teach it leads to happiness on the path and therefore more money. Love it. Love it. So people that, 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 that you're talking about that want things, they, they have new year's resolutions. They've got vision boards. They're wanting a better life. They're thinking about it. What, what is missing? You've talked about money stories. What is, what is the problem? Why is it not working? 
Yeah, so there's two problems. So the one that ties to money stories is that there's there's these five default money stories that over the years I just start, was inspired one day to start interviewing my clients that were success, you know, as they got to success point, we started interviewing them. And I just randomly asked the question, well, what was your old money story? And I started getting the same five consistent answers. And I'm like, huh. And I didn't, I'd never taught that, but it was the way that they realized they were living their lives. And so these money stories, which are survival, just enough, money chaser, money hot mess, and hold tight, you know, they, they're things that get picked up by default. And sometimes they get picked up because, you know, maybe your parents were in survival and there was never enough money and it was always stressful. So often people with those parents will become survival. They'll just pick up that survival story or they'll try and go the opposite and they'll become money chasers because they want more money. And so what happens is when people have these um, goals, these intentions, which are about a bigger life and sometimes about the things, right, that we want, the money stories get in the way. I was just talking to one of my clients yesterday, you know, her money story when she started with me was money chaser. And that was one of my money stories in my journey, which means you just chase money. You never stop to see how much money you need, how much money you really want. You just more and more money. And so you're always chasing it and you don't usually get it. And if you do, like in her case, she manifested this amazing massage practice. She was working less than 20 hours a week. This is probably about 10 years ago, making $3,000 a month. So that was more than enough money when she looks at it now. But she didn't stop long enough to see that or enjoy that because of this story. She needed to chase more. And so she tried to have a wellness center because that would be more money. And that didn't work out. And so these stories get in the way when we're trying to make change. They come out of nowhere um, and they get in our way. Nice. Okay. Well, that certainly does make sense. So how do I figure out which if if I have this this negative negative story, I'm, I'm so this probably not positive. If it's stopping me from getting what I want, right? <laughs> it's not positive. They're generally negative stories, right? And so if you've tried a lot, or you feel like oh, it's the same pattern. Like I kind of do different things, but I end up in the same place. Or I work really hard to be better with money, but then it all falls apart. You probably have a money story. Um, quick rundown: survival is exactly what it. It sounds like survival, there's never enough money. It's very stressful. If money is very stressful with you, that's probably your story. There's just enough where these people, you know, if something breaks, you know, breaks go out, they know $300 is going to show up. But if they get an extra thousand, they know the hot water heater is going to go. So that can be, hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> that that can be disheartening because you know, if you want to save for something like that trip to Paris, you start to believe that's not possible because something always comes to take that money. Um, money chasers are those people who always have an idea. Like they always have a new business idea. They've probably been in at least three MLMs. Their family's tired of hearing about their business ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hot mess is, is somebody whose money's always actually been pretty easy for, um, you know, if they overspend, it somehow corrects itself. They've never had to think about it. And it just gets in their way when all of a sudden they hit a point in life and they're like, Hey, I think I should have more to show for the m amount of money that I've made. And then they start to to pay attention. And then the hold tights are those people that'll drive across town. You know, they'll drive an hour across town to save five cents on gas. 
um, because it's more about, you know, how how tight can I hold on to my money? How much can I save instead of living life or thinking about like, was that hour worth that, you know, two dollars? Uh, things like that. Which one were you? Um, I was a money chaser at one point and a hot mess at one point. Right on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, so I, I had all ideas. Go ahead. No, please. I, that's just, it, you know, once I, once I recognize, um, then it's a function of, am I, am I writing a new money story? Am I digging into why it is that I am a chaser? Great question. And I would say, don't dig in. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I have the money stories is so people can hear and they can see like, oh, that is the pattern in my life. You know, if they're a survival, like, oh, yeah, every time I get a big check, I spend it before it even hits the bank. You know, so they can start to become aware of how they're behaving with money and how this story is playing out. And as a coach, then it, I know because stories will come kind of come up in a different way as you grow. And so I know how to catch them better. But um, I would say don't dig into how they got created. It doesn't matter. Um, you picked it up and it's not what you want. So don't put more energy in it. Just become aware if you see, oh, like I'm chasing money. Okay. I can sit tight and feel good about what I have right now. You know, if you're just enough, like you learning how to let yourself dream, if you're a hot mess, maybe, you know, getting a budget together and just seeing where the money goes, right. Um, start to become who you want to be with money. So one of the ways that I would say it is just pick for now a story title that you'd love to live into, right? Instead of analyzing why you got that one, let's start immediately moving towards a more powerful money story. Okay. Got it. And that 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 certainly makes sense. So let's assume that I am a um that 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 my money story right now is one of survival. No, let's 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 do hold tight that that I'm a person who's going to drive across the city to save you know five cents on a gallon of gas. How how do I shift that to somebody who is uh, who 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 lives in financial abundance? Um, so you you pick what you want. You know what do you want out of life, and so for that story, that's going to be. Um, might take them a little bit to think about, okay, what is the life I really want to live? Because for them, they are getting their value um, out of all of these savings, right? (laughs) This is, it's really it. I met a whole tight once who was willing to sleep on the floor because she knew the mattress she wanted was going to go on sale in six months and she would save like $200. Yeah. (laughs) And so for hold tight, it's really becoming like, what kind of life do I want to live? Um, and that might not be just like a today answer, right? It, it's not just a, okay, because kind of unwinding that story and being open to, you know, if you're willing to live on the floor for six months or sleep on the floor for six months for $200, it takes a bit to grow into, okay, what do I really want? Do I want comfort? Do I want to be able to take amazing trips? Do I want to trust that? My money's going, you know, where it should be. I don't have to like micromanage like, oh my God, did I get charged $2 over? You know, where do you want to be putting your energy? How do you want to feel in your life? You know, do you want to feel happy? Do you want to feel like you're connecting with people? Uh, So that's the place I would start with them, um, especially. And that seems like uh, that that, that 100% makes sense. But I, I do making 
for lack of a better term, that's really a transformational change, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. And it takes a while because our your, their brain is wired for all of these stories. Your brain has become wired. This is the safety zone, even if it sucks at times. This is where it's safe and this is where you've survived. And so that primal part of our brain really does want to keep us here because even though it might not feel good, we're alive and that's its job, you know? Which, which we're certainly grateful for, you know, our, yes. our brains, <laughs> our, our brains were wired to, you know, keep us alive and not be eaten by animals and, 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 and all that. And these instincts help us to run out of burning buildings and all that good stuff, but it's really not serving us in, in modern society. So having a recognition of that, that, okay, once I do get clear on the life that I really want, it's going to be a, a daily practice for, recognizing these triggers and these emotions and then reprogramming? Yeah. And I do it a little, um, different. We do a little less of like paying attention to what we don't want. Uh, and my program, so it's geared, it's 20 minutes a day. So I like to tell people, even if you don't do my program, like you can change, I believe in just 20 minutes a day, like that's enough energy. That's enough new information to give your brain. If you're committed to that and then paying attention the other 23 and a half hours, 23 hours and 40 minutes, if you want to be technical to, <laughs> to how things are playing out, um, you know, that you can do it. It doesn't have to be a full-time job, you know? Um, so I believe in 20 minutes a day, like at the start of your day to, to be that start to be that person in the beginning of the day. Um, and yeah, so we just, we do it in the beginning in a lot of fun ways. I do it a little different than I, than I have heard of other people doing it. You know, we really start just connecting with money in a different way in a more fun way. We have a scavenger hunt, um, we just look at different amounts of money and see how we feel about it, not to fix it, just to become more aware. So really the first part um, of what I do is just becoming more aware and choosing to have this more fun engagement with money um, versus and it, so it gently um, reprograms your brain without you really knowing. I like it. I'd rather have fun at things than not have fun. So I, I certainly appreciate that. And if it's a real grind and if it sucks, Cassie, I'm probably not going to do it anyway. So Right? No one is. <laughs> so I, I recognize that I am holding super tight to my money and it's causing me to drive all over town to find a cheaper tank of gas. It's causing me to sleep on the floor for six months and this is not serving me. I make the decision I'm interested in moving more towards abundance. And so I engage in these 20 minute practices that are fun and light and helping me to, to, to rewrite my money story. Where do I go from there? Am I, am I asking for things? How does, how does the rest of the process work? Well, um, so backing up just a tad, what I actually do is I teach people how to manifest $10,000. Okay. Um, because this is an amount of money that when we th when we think about it, it's too big for our brain to figure out how we'll get it tomorrow, but also not a million dollars, which throws us into a spin because we really actually have no idea. If you're not a millionaire or close to that today, you don't know who you'd be with that. And that brings up a fear response in your brain, even if you want it. So we start with this 10,000 and get really clear, like where is that $10,000 going to go? Um, and then work on 
okay, great. We're going to have this list of things. How is that going to make us feel? So those are step one and two, and then we move through these. So as you go through these fun things that are 20 minutes, you're documenting like, oh, you know, somebody bought me coffee. I was going to pay $5 for coffee. That's $5. And we actively, you know, either take that out of our account or put it, you know, transfer it to the manifested account or put it in a jar. Because the thing that a lot of people do is they don't pay attention. Oh, I want to change money, but they don't really pay attention to when more money is coming in or how it's going out. And so we really track all the money coming in because that's what we want more of to get to that 10,000. And it doesn't just come $5 at a time. Very often it comes like, oh, someone sent me a $2,000 check. Or the other day, someone got a refund from 16 years ago when they were in the program, just came out of the blue. Yeah. And so we really start to track and see that. And as we go through that and you get closer to your 10,000, you naturally start writing this more powerful money story. And then once we've set that groundwork, we actually get to a place where you pick a character and a story title and we learn how to step into those. And then we start scripting that. So then you start writing your life as if, oh, I'm powerful with money. And that's the assignment for the day. You step into that character and that statement, I'm powerful with money. And you write as if that is true. You be in that moment. Um, And that gently takes your brain in another direction as with everything that's led up to that point. But that's really how we start writing this and do write these more powerful money stories. I love it. And I just I, I can imagine that as as money starts coming in a little bit at a time, people just develop momentum and it all snowballs. Absolutely. That's exactly what happens. Which has got to be a super exciting thing. It is. It's so much fun. I I love it. I get so excited when, you know, someone crosses the one thousand dollar mark and the ten thousand and the twenty thousand. Uh we recently um because it's a longer term engagement, uh, you know, to do the next level of my work. So I have people that are with me for five years. She's crossed the million dollar manifested mark a couple months ago. So that's very fun. Amazing. Love it. Yeah. Well, Cassie, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love it. Um, Tell this story today that you want to live tomorrow. Um, this goes with money. This goes with life. Choose your words because it is the story that we tell today that makes our life tomorrow. So, you know, let go of the explanations and the justifications. If you want something, say you want it, be clear about that. Um, don't, you know, try and explain everything away. Just tell the story today that you want to be living tomorrow. Well, I think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Cassie, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? How can they, how can they get involved with your program? Yeah, um, you can find all of that at CassieParks.com. C-A-S-S-I-E-P-A-R-K-S.com. You can also find my podcast. You can find my books on Amazon. Whatever floats your fancy. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Cassie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to CassieParks.com. That's C-A-S-S-I-E-P-A-R-K-S.com. And check out all the great resources that Cassie has. Pick up a copy of her books at Amazon and check out the podcast as well. Thanks again, Cassie. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.